0: The Opinion Line on Courts 96 FM. Imagine finding out that you have a condition that you only thought much older men could get. You happen to be a young woman, uh, a young sportswoman, in fact, and you end up with a diagnosis that you thought younger women didn't get. That's exactly what happened to Rochelle Flanagan, who's a former international hockey player. You didn't think. Women like you, young, fit, healthy women, could get Parkinson's? Did you, Rochelle? Good morning.
1: Good morning. No, thanks for having me on. Uh, no, I absolutely didn't. I'm actually a registered dietitian as well, and uh, I had actually, in fact, um, you know, seen people, a few people with Parkinson's over the years. And, and to be honest, myself, um, thought it was older men. Um, so I was really taken aback when uh, when I realised I had uh, Parkinson's disease myself.
0: What age were you?
1: I was uh, 47 at the time uh, when I was diagnosed but actually I I picked it up when I was 46. I was pregnant with my second child, uh, three months pregnant actually and um, I noticed when I was in my clinic writing in my record card uh, a patient had come back to see me after a number of years and I noticed my handwriting was much smaller than when they had seen me you know five years previous and uh, I thought that was very strange and when I went to make the handwriting bigger, I couldn't, and I thought that's really strange. And and basically, it's a thing called micrographia, which is right. associated with Parkinson's disease.
0: Right. I mm-hmm. wasn't aware of that. So you your your writing had changed. Now, people's writing, change yes. as as they go yes. through life. But but yes. you couldn't actually. It was it was gone almost too small for you to read.
1: Yes. Yes. But you couldn't yeah,
0: physically of- make it bigger.
1: No, no. So that's what made me think okay there's something very strange about this. So a lot of people don't realize they're they're, they're called prodromal they're sort of pre-Parkinson's um, symptoms. So small handwriting the other thing I had which I didn't realize at the time was a sort of aching shoulder, so frozen shoulders, something that's associated with Parkinson's as well. Um there were very minor sort of symptoms uh, and my neurologist sort of you know thought you know I'm too young to have uh, Parkinson's so I had a brain scan, I had a nerve a uh, trap nerve test and, and then I had to wait until my daughter was born and breastfed before I had a thing called a DAT scan which uh, confirmed basically that I didn't have enough dopamine which is is related to the, the Parkinson's basically. Yeah.
0: What's it like to be told you've got something like that at just 46 because it's, it's incurable, it's degenerative, yeah. it's with you for the rest of your life, you can control and manage it but it's never going away? Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it was pretty, pretty shocking, um, uh, you know, to, to get a diagnosis, especially alongside with the birth of my daughter. You know, I, I sort of, you know, um, had a, a long journey to have her. So, um, to then have her born with, you know, a diagnosis of Parkinson's was, was, was quite the, uh, the carpet pulled from underneath us. Um, but that's the thing about Parkinson's. I, I did a lot of research because I say as I'm, I'm a dietitian and, I realized really that there was a lot that I could do to, to control it rather than it controlling me. Um, so Parkinson's wants to make your world smaller. You have to kind of fight back against it. Um, but lucky enough, I'm a dietitian, so I, I had the knowledge base which which to do that. Mm. But a lot of people with Parkinson's, and there's other people younger than me in their teens, their late teens are diagnosed with Parkinson's as well. And 40% of, of people with Parkinson's are actually women. So back to your point that it's not just an older man's disease. It's not just about a tremor. There are a myriad of yeah. of symptoms can, that can affect people yeah. with Parkinson's that make life very difficult.
0: We have this stereotypical view of the shaky hand and that yes. kind of thing, but that's that's just a, a part of it. So, how is your health now? That was that was twenty seventeen. Yeah. How's your how's your health now?
1: Yeah, like my health is, is pretty good, but uh, they call it a sort of the honeymoon period. So after about five years, you start to notice what they call a bit more um, off. So basically what happens is with your dopamine uh, levels uh, kind of start to go down, you lose more neurons slowly. And some people go much faster. And in fact, young people with Parkinson's who are diagnosed under the age of 30 tend to actually have worse symptoms than older people. Um, so there's this, again... Uh, image that, you know, when you're older, you might have the worst symptoms, but actually some of the younger people have worse. Um, So for me, I do... A lot of exercise, and exercise is the only thing we know potentially that can slow progression, so it can really help symptom management. And then obviously from a diet point of view, it's very important to follow a good, healthy diet because the gut is is very much associated with uh, Parkinson's disease. Um, And also, yes, yeah. Um, So in terms of the microbiome, so actually there's a lot of work done by the APC uh, Microbiome Institute down in Cork. Yeah, John John
0: Crine and his team, wonderful people. Yeah, yeah, so
1: they're doing, he'd be interesting to get on to talk about this whole gut brain uh, around Parkinson's because there's a lot of very interesting um, evidence to show that it potentially might start in the gut. Um, so there's a whole issue in terms of pesticides being associated and actually, Parkinson's disease is higher uh, prevalence in rural areas rather than uh, urban areas. So there's so much that is known and it's the fastest growing uh, neurological disease in the world and it's actually growing uh, fast in younger people as well as older people. So But we have a real problem in this country in terms of access to to services. And and that's, you know, really what uh, has probably led me to to be with you here today. um, Because basically we have only six um, nurses, uh, specialist nurses for Parkinson's disease for 12,000 people in the country. We should have 30. And in fact, Cork has none. um, So we have... uh, the rebel bus traveling up to the Dole today, we're, we're doing a presentation to TDs because we, we really, it's got to desperate stakes. Uh, there's a lot of people suffering out there um, needlessly um, because they can't get access to neurologists. Um, uh, Tony, who's the chairman of, of the court branch, hasn't seen a neurologist in two years. Um, I do a callback service uh, for people with Parkinson's around diet and it's it's really hard listening to people isolated in the countryside, you know, older and younger who are, are really struggling yeah. Um, because they can't get access to care. And, and people, there's a lot of ageism around Parkinson's in terms of the image of it. Yeah. And they think that, you know, that's just a tremor. But there's so many uh, other things going on. And for women in particular, but also men, um, symptoms of Parkinson's include anxiety and depression. Um, you know, and a lot of people don't know that. And that can be really debilitating for people with Parkinson's um so there, there's many things that we need help with.
0: Physically, we know that men's bodies and women's bodies are different. Um, hmm. Does it have an effect on women that we mightn't have thought of, shall we say? <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, we do know in terms of the, uh, um, I actually co-authored a a paper on the unmet needs of women with Parkinson's with a number of neurologists because there's so many things that aren't been dealt with for women with Parkinson's. And one of them actually is the mental health uh, issues, so anxiety and depression. So there's many women with Parkinson's that have a delayed diagnosis because they're told, you know, it's just due with their hormones or it's in, you know, it's just their head. And many of them have basically been dismissed um, around those symptoms and it's, it's delayed their diagnosis. And the longer you, it is before you're diagnosed, the more neurons potentially you've lost. So you want to get in early to diagnose people to try and keep as many of the neurons they have to keep as much dopamine as they have. The other thing then is women uh, tend to get the same medication dosage as men, but actually women tend to have you know, um, a different metabolism and they metabolize the, the drug much quicker for Parkinson's and it can cause a lot of mm. uh, distress in terms of symptoms
0: This this raises an argument I've come up against before, uh, Rochelle, and, you know, it was kind of a learning for me as a guy. So many medicines that we give out for chronic illnesses have been tested only on men. And, therefore, when you give a woman a medication that's been tested only on men, you may well have missed something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, in the case of Parkinson's, there's a, a condition called dyskinesia, which is very distressing, which is directly related to um, absorbing too much of of the medication called levodopa, and uh, it's very debilitating. And women tend to suffer from it more. And well, also, what is I think called dystonia. Dyskinesia is where you, um, basically, if you can imagine, it's like a tremor all over your body, but you're kind of rocking and rolling. You're literally moving all the time. It's Mm -hmm. having excess dopamine. So dopamine basically helps your muscles to move and helps you to move. But when you have too much of it and it doesn't get into the brain where it needs to get, it causes a lot of symptoms uh, and it's very distressing for younger people, especially for their family, you know, yeah. young kids seeing this their parents. Is a,
0: this is like, like a person, this. you see them, a per- person with severe Parkinson's that's not well managed. The, the, every part of them yes. seems to be moving. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. And it's an yes, uncontrolled that's what movement.
1: It is. Yes, yeah. So it's very distressing, you know, it for is. a lot of young people. It's horrible who, to look uh, at and it must be, be terrible to suffer yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. And it, often people are, you know, perceived as being drunk because of it, yeah. um, because, you know, of their movement. And uh, so you can imagine being a young woman with kids, that that's very distressing. And there's another thing called dystonia, which is severe cramping of the feet or the hands. So that basically can stop you from walking. So again, you're a busy mom with kids and, and suddenly you can't walk. Um, So there, there are a lot of these symptoms that people aren't aware of. And, um, and also for women, one of the key things is for younger women, it's something that I'm uh, very interested in is the impact of our hormones. So generally speaking, it's shown that women with Parkinson's um, have worse symptoms around their menstrual cycle. Um, so a week before their period, their symptoms tend to get much worse uh-huh. because basically um, the estrogen drops and it affects your dopamine levels okay. so there's many women out there who literally are, are you know confined to the, the house for a week and maybe two weeks oh. because oh. their symptoms are much worse so, so there's things like that that aren't taken into account
0: I'm sure people can look up and find out more on the Parkinson's Ireland website, the Parkinson's Association of Ireland website and the Women's Parkinson Project which you were the co-founder of, Rochelle, thank you for being with us on the opinion, that's Rochelle Flanagan it's, it's, it's a horrible condition um, um it really is. Quartz ninety six FM